Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. You guys, we're back. Today we are talking about one of our favorite topics, rugs. rugs. We asked last season if you'd like an episode all about rugs, and you guys are definitely our kind of people because you guys said yes. In this episode, we're talking about rug terminology, how to shop for the right style and size, and share a few rug hacks. We're also kicking off the new season of our show with a domestic dare and ending with pillow talk as always. We're also making new few changes this season, so welcome back, girls. Woo. <laughs> Woo. It's been about a three-month break yeah. that we took. Yeah. Yep. So because we're busy moms, we have decided to alter the scheduling of our podcast a little bit. So we're going to be coming out with episodes every other week, and we're also going Aww. to be <laughs> shortening our pillow talk, but we're not putting a length to our podcast, so they'll probably be a little bit longer than they have in the past and to make up for being every other week. Yeah, so don't worry. Yeah. You'll get us <laughs> talking a lot about home decor. Yeah. So should we jump into some highs and lows? Yeah, sounds good. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go first because your highs and lows are both connected. My low was our bedroom door. Brian had mentioned like a couple weeks ago, he's like, I need to take apart the whole door and re-glue it back together. And I literally rolled my eyes and was like, that seems like overkill. Just because it's not latching properly, like, you don't need it. So it's a wood door. It's not like a It's a solid wood door. Yeah. He was like, no, can't you see, like, the bottom is, like, sagging a little bit here? It's, like, lower than it used to be. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I just need to paint the door because I could see, like, cracks showing up, Mm -hmm. like, between the panels. Like, I just need to paint it and it's going to be fine. The next day, Edison was in our room. He was talking to me and he was just jiggling the doorknob a little bit. And half the door fell off. Like, what? <laughs> the whole wood strip that runs from the top to the bottom where the doorknob is came off. Oh, the no. bottom wood panel fell off. And then, like, half of the lower part just, like, clumped. It's so, like, like a cartoon. A do- your child is, right. like, yeah, the doorknob. And the whole door just clunk, 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 clunk all around. You could just say it's like a Dutch door, you yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> the bottom half is just missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we joked a lot about it being like a nice doggy door, and then I thought it was hilarious. So, yeah, Brian was right. I'll go on the record (laughs) saying needed to take it all apart and glue it back together. So he's working on that. He got it, like, all kind of shoved back together, but it's not glued yet. So we're just, like, being careful not to... Like, piece it back together. Yeah, so we're just trying not to, like, slam the door too hard or anything. It's going to fall apart again. But we've got the stuff now, so you can glue it back together. And then then I'll just have them do all the wood doors in the house. Yeah. Have no problem. There you go. (laughs) That was the low. The high is that I tackled organizing and decluttering our storage room. So this is the room that was a guest room, and then we turned it basically into a giant closet Mm -hmm. because it was tiny. It has always kind of been that spot where you just shove Mm -hmm. stuff. That's my attic, which I did work on, by the way. Oh, nice. it looks a lot better. That's my whole basement, as (laughs) you guys know. (laughs) Yeah. So I finally tackled going through it and getting it cleaned out and organized. And every single time I go through stuff in there, I get rid of so much stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's... It's just shocking, mm-hmm. like, how much stuff 
there is in there that I decided I don't need anymore. I got it all cleaned out and organized. Nothing's on the floor. There's empty shelf space. It's really, really nice. That's awesome. I watched your video on it. It was yeah. very impressive. Oh, good. Like, oh, wow. I really need to go through more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it just feels so good after. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's so nice. It feels accomplished. Bennett and... went running in there, and he was like, it's beautiful. <laughs> That's so, cute. Yeah. I guess we can put the link to the video yeah. in the show notes, mm-hmm. too, if people want to watch. That's great. But, Get yeah. everyone inspired. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So I had some pretty exciting, well, lots of highs and lows over the last three months. Oh my goodness, you guys. We'll we'll put it down, narrow it down. My high, I'll start with my high, is that I got my sofa and loveseat and I love them. They're beautiful. They are so beautiful. It was, (laughs) you'll hear Bree's story soon, but I had the the exact opposite (laughs) scenario happened with me I was supposed to get them I think it was like end of January or something is what they were telling me and I ended up getting them two weeks early so that was like a huge blessing I was like oh sweet this is really cool Um, but they came and they got in I didn't love the delivery people but that's okay I mean I love them as people but not as delivery people (laughs) wasn't exactly white glove service, which yes. they sold you on. Right. So, but that's okay. We got them in. They're beautiful. And I just absolutely love them. We need to work them in a little bit. They're a little stiff. I just love how big they are. Like, Ryan, Jude, and I can lay on our sofa all together. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And it's just, like, so comfortable. It can actually be, like, a like a twin-size bed when you take the cushion off, too. Like, oh, the wow. backing cushion. So, it's really just wonderful. I'm very pumped about that. Interior Define actually also featured my soap because I posted on Instagram and they featured, which was very cool. I didn't expect that. That's the high. The low is that I still don't have a living room rug. <laughs> I bought it, though. I bought it. So I bought it. Which one did you buy? Yeah. Okay, so I ended up going with the larger window pane, well, grid, like, slate ivory, I think is what it's called. It's the gray and, like, creamy colored. And From Laloy, Chris Loves Julia. Chris Loves Julia, Laloy. And I bought it from Wayfair because I wish I had bought it, like, when it first came out because... When it first comes out, this is a tip that we'll share later, but when they first come, like, are released, that's, like, the cheapest price you're going to get is Hmm. when they're first released. And unless, Brie will share some other things later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's typically, like, that's one of the best times to buy is, like, when Mm -hmm. they're first launched and released. And I just wish I had gotten it, but I knew that I needed the time to figure it out and get the samples and make sure I wanted it. But what happened was I was trying to figure out, they sold out of Rugs Direct and of, what's the other one? Amazon. Amazon. Mm. So Wayford's the only one that has it. And I'm doing that in quotes because it's actually back ordered. And so I ordered it end of December, but goodness gracious, ordering that darn rug (laughs) took so long. It was like a week long process of me calling Wayfair every single night. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Because I was trying. Okay, so remember back in last episode, last season, Rebecca, our friend Rebecca gave us that wafer mm-hmm. coupon. And you guys were so sweet. And you were like, you should use it for your rug. And I was like, oh, thank you. So I asked Rebecca, I was like, I think I'm going to use it for my living room rug. She's like, yes, do it. Come to find out that 
she had already entered it into her Wayfair account. So I couldn't connect it to my order on my account. So like the $25 was in her account. And the only way, (laughs) it's like very confusing. The only way is if I ordered it through her account. But at the same time, there, it was on a certain say, oh, I had a 10% off coupon. It was like a welcome. And I had made an email so I could get this welcome 10% off. Oh, well, but you couldn't combine yes. them. Yes. Well, I could combine them if I could, if the gift card was free of her, her account. account. Oh, but gotcha. since your 10% coupon was would be connected attached to, my... to your email. Yes. Not her account. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so long story short is that over a series of, I literally talked to probably seven different Wayfair employees, and most all of them said, well, a couple of them said, yeah, you could do that. You have to be connected to this. And then I would try to get connected, and it didn't work. So I'm going back and forth, going back and forth. Finally, like the seventh person finally did it, but I had to order it through Rebecca's email or through her account. So she's the sweetest person. She let me into her. She gave me her password and I'm like, I can still go into her account and check to see where, when this is going to be shipped, but it's still saying 12 to 14 weeks. Still. I ordered it back in December and it's still saying 12 to 14 weeks. So I have no idea when I'm going to get this rock. Could run randomly any day. Yeah, (laughs) but the cool news is that I got it with the 10% off with, they also had discounted it on Wayfair like right after the holidays. And then I also got the $25 off. So I got it down to the price of what it was. (laughs) So that's the the plus side, but it was just a whole rigmarole and craziness. And I never know when I'm going to get this rug, but it's coming someday. And it will hopefully be beautiful. during this season of the podcast. <laughs> yes, hopefully. So anyways, that's okay. Just some, some rug drama. Mm. Now on to some couch drama. Yeah. <laughs> so the good news is I did get my love seat, which you girls are aware of. And we'll post pictures on our Instagram too. And it's beautiful. And I have it in my living room and I'm very thrilled with it. However... The shipping process of this has been an absolute and utter nightmare. (laughs) So I ordered my love seat a week before Kimmy ordered her couch and her love seat. And we ordered the same exact love seat, by the the way. Like, same finish, same material, everything. Yeah. It's hilarious. But anywho, we have similar taste. (laughs) I originally got an email saying it's going to arrive, like, middle of December. I'm like, sweet. This is great. It'll be get here before Christmas. And then it got moved to mid-January. I'm like, okay, well, Kimmy's was moved to mid-January, so that makes sense. And then Kimmy has the delivery date all set up. and They she, called they me. They call half an hour before they're supposed to get there. They usher in the couches, get it all set up, and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So I'm expecting mine to come the following week. I don't get a phone call. I don't get any update. Uh, they give you like a four-hour window and when they're supposed to get there and nobody shows up and it's like later than the window. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? So finally, I call them and they said, oh, we sent you an email. I'm like, well, I don't check my email every 30 minutes during the day. <laughs> they said, oh, we're going to have it on the next truck. They ran out of time to deliver it. I'm like, okay, that's understandable. The next week comes, I set aside my day. My mom comes over to help watch the kids within the time period. Again, the day goes by and nobody shows up. No phone call. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I call them and they said, oh, we lost it. I'm like, you lost my love seat? I'm like, how do you lose a love seat? They're like, I'm sorry, sometimes this happens. I'm like, how does this happen? Yeah, exactly. How many orders? 
stars are you fulfilled? Like, I was just like, um, okay. And I thought it was gone. I'm like, I'm never getting this love seat. I'm like, always. Because it was a six month wait from the, yeah. you know, we ordered it back in August. Well, at that point, so. it was five months. Okay. We'll get to months. the six months. <laughs> so I spent so long on hold with people from Interior Define and the shipping company. Like, in the total of the next month, I spent hours on hold. This music now, I can like replay in my head. <laughs> we had dance parties with my sons <laughs> up to this music. Oh, my word. So finally, after me calling many times a day to try to find this thing, they said, okay, we found it. It's in New Jersey. I'm like, okay, at least you know where it is. I actually got 10% back off because of this whole thing. They go to deliver. Nobody calls. Nobody shows up for the third time. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we can't keep doing this. I can't keep having my mom come over to watch the kids to make... It's just, oh, my word. So... I call them, and then they said, no, it's in Syracuse. I'm like, but you just said it's in New Jersey. And then I call back again. They're like, no, it's on the truck on its way to Syracuse. I'm like, I just want to know where this freaking thing is. Tell me where it is. I'll go pick it up. I'm only an hour and a half from Syracuse. Like, I will go pick it up myself. After more time on hold and another 5% back because of all this, they finally got it delivered. Two hours passed when they said they were going to be there. But thankfully, I got in touch with Maria at the shipping company, and I was calling her and be like, where's my love seat? And she was giving me updates, and then she gave me the phone number of the delivery guy so I could be also texting him. It was quite the quality. But you got mm. it. I got it. We've <laughs> been breaking it in because Kimmy said it is a little bit stiff, but it's already softened up so yeah. much because we got a down alternative. But mm-hmm. it was... Well, and if you think about it, like, you got 30% off. No, I got 15% total. No, no, no. You got 15% off when we initially bought it. And then you got an extra 10 plus 5, And free shipping. And free shipping. So you got 30% off with free shipping, technically. I'm just showing you a bright side. (laughs) That's true. Nobody gets that much off from Interior Define. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was literally praying to Jesus. I'm like... (laughs) I need to get something back for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and thankfully, they worked it out. And it wasn't Interior Define's fault. It was the shipping company's fault that lost it. I know. couldn't find it. And then here I am, like, basking on <laughs> Yeah. For a month, Kimmy's lounging on her sofas, not even wanting to share it on Instagram. So she felt that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So well, that's my high and now. low. I have it now. And, and it thrilled. looks... Like it's where it belongs. Mm-hmm. It does. It looks so at home mm-hmm. in your living room. Thanks. Very excited. <laughs> so after all that drama, we're going to take a short break and we will come back and we're going to jump in the deep dive into rugs. So as I was doing some research on rugs to prepare for this episode... I found this article actually from lampsplus.com, which is interesting, but it was all a glossary of rug terminology in alphabetical order. So I picked a few of them and then I thought, I can just make this into a little quiz and quiz you guys. I don't know how well I'm going to do it. No, you'll probably do better than me. (laughs) Some are easy, some are not. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Okay, so for letter A, and I don't have one for every letter. Just so you know, there's only seven. <laughs> A through okay. Z terminology. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is a brash. What? Sometimes a brash. A brash. Sometimes it's also called our brush. You, you have two options, A or B. Oh, you're giving us multiple I'm choice. I'm going to give you multiple choice. Oh, you are yeah. very generous. 
I don't have a multiple choice for one of them, but... So is it A, a natural effect of hand weaving? A brass shows as unintended gradations of color within an area or field of color. Is generally considered to be a desirable feature of tribal rugs. Or is it B, a dyeing effect using an airbrush to create gradations of color within an area or field of color? Okay, my initial thought was actually it was the Te- way that it was like laying. Textured. Yeah. Like the texture, how it feels. Mm-hmm. and That's what I thought. So, so that I'm would be A. a. A is correct. It was also the longer <laughs> definitions. So. I mm, <laughs> fixed that on some of these. Okay, <laughs> um, two. Berber. Is Berber A, the term more commonly refers to carpeting with a natural colored look? Or is it B, the term refers to carpeting with a close, tight pile? I don't know. Isn't Berber like a name of a design company? That... Burberry? No. <laughs> Guys, I don't know this stuff. <laughs> Okay, so the first one is the term for... Carpeting with a natural colored look. It's the look, and then the second one is the tightness of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first one, because I think there's another name for the tightness of it. I think you would try to throw us with having two A's in a row instead of an A and a B. That's my theory. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're saying she did two A's mm-hmm. in a row. We're not even, like, thinking about the terminology. We're dissecting yeah. the quiz. <laughs> the quiz maker. Yeah. What would the quiz maker do? See, and I'm thinking B. Okay. Okay. It is A. Oh. <laughs> the term more commonly refers to carpeting with a natural colored look. Berber okay. rugs are traditionally handcrafted pieces from North Africa. Oh, okay. I actually always thought it was a really tightly woven rug, like, that has little loops. Yeah. I always thought that was called Berber carpeting. So I was wrong. Hmm. And so were you. (laughs) (laughs) So was I. (laughs) Okay. Chenille. 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 Okay, good. Is it A, a fabric with a deep and luxurious pile? Or B, a fabric originating in the Nile region of Egypt? (laughs) That is not. It is the first one. It is the first one. Well, straight face. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, you also didn't finish. You're like in the Nile region. <laughs> no, but like chenille is like super duper super soft, soft and yeah. luxurious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's a. Okay. <laughs> is okay. Number four. Density. A refers to how heavy the rug is, or is density B refers to the number of yarns and the height of the pile in a rug. It's yeah. B. That B. Yeah. It is. Okay. <laughs> Generally, the higher the density, the better the rug quality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which my wool rug, if it ever gets here, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Helps lay better. Okay, the next one, there's three terms that are very similar, but they are all different. So what makes them each different? Hand-hooked rugs, hand-knotted rugs, or hand-tufted rugs? What makes them different? Yeah. Well, they're all different processes of weaving the rug. <laughs> but what's the process? hand not with, like with, how it how it's made together, like on a loom, hand woven and hand knotted, as different types. So what's a hand hooked rug? Well, like you know, like a needle hook hooked like through a backing. You're going through a backing, having it come up, and then you shave it all off, and then you have an even layer. No, no. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hand knotted. Any guesses? Well, she just that's, that's hand knotted where they. Okay. Like, tie each fiber 
in a row when they do the lines. But I thought that was hand hooked. That is, but it's a different process. You use a hook. Okay. And, and the other one's just hand, hand take yeah. knotting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's right either. Okay, well. Hand so tufted? I don't know what hand tufted means. Honestly, I don't know what any of this means, but when I see it says hand made, like it says and one of those. It's good. I feel like it's good. <laughs> well, it requires more work. Mm-hmm. Hand tufted. Maybe that's the one where they go through and they have lots of long fibers and then they shave them off. That's actually the one where they use a needle. That's so cool. the first one, the one that I said. Nope, they don't. I'm hand hooked. I'm so confused now. So a hand hooked rug, this is the actual definition, similar to hand tufted rugs. But in the hand hooked process, the pile is left looped rather than cut. I almost oh. said looped. I almost yes. said it. Hand knotted rugs typically take the longest to make and are the most expensive. They're usually created from wool or silk with cotton yarn woven through wraps of, fa- of material to hold them together. And hand-knotted rugs are usually given a decorative fringe. And then hand-tufted rugs are made by weavers using a needle tool to push yarn through a backing to form a complex pattern. Okay. Mm-hmm. So close. Yeah. <laughs> that was the hardest one. That was hard. Okay, what is a kilim? A kiln. That's kiln. the kiln. Turkish rugs. That's, is it uh-huh. a, a, a woven rug with a tapestry-like pattern? Or B, an oven for baking pottery? No. That's, <laughs> that's, a, a, kiln. that's a kiln. <laughs> so that's A. Okay. Emily's so trying to a. throw us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last one, pile. Is it A, the surface or face of the rug? Also used to describe the height of the rug, yarn, or material. Or B, the term for what results on Kimmy's floor after she orders multiple rugs and doesn't like any of them. <laughs> that was good. That was good. It's A. The height it's definitely B. <laughs> Let's go. It's a pile. That was good. Uh, oh, man. That was fun. <laughs> I did at one point. I had, how many rugs? I don't know. You I'm just like, three or four. I was like lifting them up to see. Kimmy and her portfolio <laughs> of rugs. Yeah. Oh, that was good, Emily. Hopefully that was at least somewhat entertaining, if not and that much educational. I think it was okay. very informative. <laughs> okay, so now we should talk about rugs. How to pick a rug and rug tips and tricks. We've mentioned this so many times with rugs, and the biggest thing in the beginning is getting the right size and getting it big enough. Mm -hmm. And one of those ways that can help you figure out if it's big enough is it typically shouldn't be more than two feet or so away from the edge of the wall. Now, it's a little trickier when you have a big open space. Or a room with carpet. What do you mean? Well, I have a rug on top of my carpet. So you don't have to have your rug going two feet away from the walls if you have carpet. Because in my room... I still feel like you would. Yeah. Well, in my room, you can't, I can't do that. Well, because your room is an open space in a sense. With You have your living room area, and then you kind of have like a nook area too. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of have a couple nooks. I have like three spaces. So that's different because that's like what I'm saying. It's like right. a big open space. In that but... case, the rug is just defining that area. Right. But if you had like, say, a bedroom and it was carpeted and you only put a five by seven in the middle of this giant carpeted room. Oh, no, you room, wouldn't do that. That's, yeah, that's, that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. You would want like two feet or so 
from the edge of your rug to the wall. Yeah, so, like, in your case with your living room, where it's a kind of oddly shaped room and you have different nooks, then the next tip applies more where you have your group of furniture where the front legs, at least, are all on mm-hmm. the rug. Yeah. So it's not like they're all lined up around the rug, but, like, the front legs are all on the Purposely rug. Purposely put on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least the front legs, if not more. Bigger is always better when it comes right. to rugs. A living room, you'd want all the furniture, like you just said. If it was a dining room, one of the rules of thumb is that the chairs, when you pull them out, they don't get hooked on the rug. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure, I think it's two feet, I should have looked this up, I think it's like two feet out from the table. So you have to measure according to your right. table. So that when you pull out the chair, it's still on the rug. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're not... It actually happened to me tonight. I, like, was trying to get out in my chair. I'm like, what? Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Bedrooms. So it depends on your bed size. Uh So typically, if you have a queen size bed, you you don't want to go lower than an 8 by 10. You should do 8 by 10 or 9 by 12. King size. I mean, you could sometimes get away by an eight with an eight by ten, but typically it's more like nine by twelve. So that's some other sizing. Yeah, issues. enough room so that when you get out of bed, your feet are on the rug mm-hmm. and you've got like a nice little space all the way around the bed. Yeah. Another tip too is when you're picking a rug, you don't want it so small. Again, back to the sizing, but when you're walking on it, like if it's in a pathway, you don't want to have one foot on it and one foot off of it. You yeah. want to make sure when you're walking, both feet are on it. Mm-hmm. Or both feet are off of it. Or both feet are off it. Yeah. Right. One or the Not other. Half Don't half have on. that middle ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And never do a floating island coffee table. Mm-mm. <laughs> How many of us are guilty of it? <laughs> And if you don't know what that means, they're just saying like a small, like a, it's usually the five five by by sevens (laughs) or sometimes four by six. Um, But you would have the five by seven in the center. Nothing's on top of it except a coffee table. I think we talked about that more even in our episode from last season on the design mistakes. Right. And we've all been guilty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's very common, (laughs) but they're, they're more affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why people buy them. But yeah. it's worth the investment. Just save up just a little bit more. It's going to look so much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So rug styles. Here's the thing. You do not have to buy a white rug with a tribal gray pattern on it <laughs> for your house to look cool. You can buy mine if you want. Yeah. <laughs> if you do want one, though. <laughs> there are lots of different styles of rugs. Mm-hmm. So just going from the Rugs USA website... They have a drop down there with all these different styles that you can look at. So there's like bohemian, casual, coastal, contemporary, country and floral, farmhouse, geometric, Moroccan, natural fibers, oriental and Persian, shag, southwestern, and vintage. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. different rug styles and options. Mm -hmm. And the rug in a totally different style can just completely bring a space together and, like, pull it together and actually give it personality and style. Yeah, so definitely. you don't have to play it safe with something that's really neutral and simple and plain mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, back to open floor plan, it's really often great. I mean, you can do it where you have two, like, say you're into the Oriental and Persian rugs. You can make it work where you're doing both. in Like, you have mm-hmm. them... Kind of a dining room and the living room. Right. Yeah. And it can work. But sometimes, like, I took forever to find a living room rug that was different than my 
oriental Persian rug in my dining room because I have an open floor plan that's, I feel like it's even a little bit more open than what yours. So I just really wanted them not to be competing like that. And a lot of people have that issue. They're like, I have an open floor plan. What do I do for rugs? Because when they're in the same sight line. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do like me where you find two different rugs that are in the same style and same color scheme, but two different patterns. Mm -hmm. Or you could do like you where you have two totally different rugs. Yeah. But one's very busy Persian Persian, and one's a very simple geometric. Geometric. I think the geometric pairing with the Oriental is really nice. But even like, you know, the natural fiber rugs, like just a plain jute Mm -hmm. or... Cecil, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know those are really great, really like, affordable options go too. With anything, and too. because they're natural fibers, they last forever. But they do sometimes shed. Yeah. So if you are buying a natural fiber rug, try to have a higher quality one mm-hmm. because, especially if you're like move it in your hands and look at it, if you can see through it, that's not a great quality okay. rug. You want it nice and kind of tight together. Yeah. And also like. Take your fingers and pull out the rug. Do fibers come out? Like, do you, are you left with, like, ten fibers in your hand? Well, that's eh, probably not the best option for you. Uh, there's different materials, too, for rugs. Like, wool, I know, is a very popular option. However, if it's a lower-quality wool rug, you are going to, again, have those fibers coming up. Mm-hmm. There's so many people. I know a lot of our listeners aren't necessarily the styles that some of us have. But if you're somebody who really likes contemporary, you know, you could pair that with a floral like have a really contemporary Mm -hmm. modern kind of rug and then have a really fun floral and that gives the little you know just it's just different the feminine and masculine you don't want to have everything soft and Mm -hmm. like well sometimes you could sometimes you can go all (laughs) in (laughs) everything's pink But sometimes it's nice to have that contrast where mm-hmm. you do have those more sharper grid-like patterns or mm-hmm. a more modern geometric pattern because that mm-hmm. mix of both really goes well together. Yeah. yeah. I love having a mix with like a really modern rug and then something really natural and organic. Mm-hmm. Like yes. the natural fibers or like the cowskin rugs, you know, like Ikea has yeah. those big brown yeah, yeah, yeah. white ones. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like really modern and then like this cow skin yeah that's really organic and i agree with that i think it is fun mixing the two like the old with the new kind of Mm -hmm. feel yeah you know Mm -hmm. for more information on how to find your personal style when it comes to your home decor definitely go check out episode nine because that's where we really dive into different home styles the terminology characteristics of each and that will really help you find a rug that works. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different styles out there and everybody has like their own twist on a style. There might be similarities. Like Kimmy and I have similar style, but still they're they're very different at the same time. Mm-hmm. We'll buy the same couch, but we'll put different pillows on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Different neutral pillows. Different neutral pillows. <laughs> Let's talk about some rug tips. So do you guys use rug pads under your rugs? depends on where I have my rug. If it's on hardwood, yes, absolutely. If it's over my carpet, I do not. So I should. But Me too. But does any of my rugs have rug pads on them? No. <laughs> None of my rugs have a rug pad underneath. I have a rug pad under one because that rug is like really slick on the back because it's the matte mm-hmm. style, mm-hmm. the printed matte Laloy. And so it is like super slippery. So I do have 
a rug pad under that one, but I don't under any of the other ones, I think. This is what oh, happens. Hi. I get a rug. I want to see if it looks good. Yeah. I put it in place. I like it. I'm like, oh, now I don't want to lift it up to put a rug pad. <laughs> right. It's so much work. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say, I'll get to it. Years later, I haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Well, not all my rugs have rug pads, but they usually have some sort of, like, securing something on there, like a rug tape to hold it in place. I bought rug tape after you told me to a year ago. Still have not opened it. Oh, my word. What's my problem? My help with your chair issue. (laughs) You told us about rug tape forever ago, and Uh I've been meaning to buy some, and I have a rug that the corner is, like, sticking up. Oh, that would drive me nuts. It's terrible. I trip on it all the I time. I would tape that. If I if I could see it sticking up, I would tape it down. Yeah. Do you want to take some tape on your way sure. out? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a little loop. Salt. Perfect. <laughs> you could drive uh, home holding the loop of yeah. tape. You girls. I have a funny story. I'm going to rat on my sister. So she just went to Home Depot and bought like a generic rug tape, but it does not work. And they're like, it's even worse than before. I'm like, well, did you get the one I recommended? She's like, no. I'm like, (laughs) we'll put a link to the rug tape that works really, really well. It's got like, you know, thousands and thousands of reviews. So Hmm. we'll go that way. Okay. Rug pads, rug tape. This next step is something that you guys tried Mm -hmm. when Chris Loves Julia came out with their new rug line. Yeah. Buying samples on Amazon. You can freely return them and know if you like the colors, the pile, the all the words that you taught us today. You can know if you like how it's hand tufted <laughs> from the Nile. <laughs> I've really enjoyed that. I mean, it's annoying when I have 10 rug samples to shit back, but UPS knows me well. <laughs> Yeah. That is a really good tip, though, because I don't know if you would have known with that one rug that you ordered that you originally thought was the one for the living room. Yeah. I don't know if we would have known that it had those weird bear patches on it. Also, have a story about this, actually. So, I didn't... This isn't a sample that I bought. It was one that I bought the actual 9 by 12 size for my living room. And I bought it from Amazon because it was, like... It actually happened to be the cheapest at Amazon. So I was like, I'm just going to buy it. I want to try it. It was before I decided on the window pane one. So I bought it and I tried it. Don't like it. But when I went to return it, it was supposed to be this other company that was supposed to come and pick it up. It was weird. Like they wouldn't even give me a UPS label, which I've shipped so many, even big rugs. I've shipped back via UPS, but they wouldn't give me the label. So I had to contact, send this email to this company and they were going to email me and call me and tell me when they would pick it up. Like a month later, they never (laughs) still call me. So I contacted Amazon and they were like, that's okay. You can just keep the rug. We'll refund your money. (laughs) Literally $400. It was like $445. (laughs) So I have this nine by 12 rug now (laughs) that I don't really love, but I mean, I could use it in my family room. Yeah. Or something. So that's another little fun fact. You could buy rugs from Amazon, try to return them, and maybe you'll get them to keep them. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of crazy. Yeah. Hey, but yay for you. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys ever used the virtual tool on Amazon? I have. Those other places? Mm -hmm. Rugs Direct. Yeah. I hate how, like, 
bright it makes the rugs. Because they have weird. studio lighting on the rugs. Yeah. And so when you put it into your house with natural lighting, it's like glowing. Yeah. So you kind of have to look past that a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> look at the reviews of people who have actually put it in their spaces. And especially Instagram, if you can find that rug with like other influencers who have used that in their home, you can see more true coloring. Because mm-hmm. online, it's not right. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But I do like to use the tool just to see... And then I also Photoshop. <laughs> you girls know. Yeah. <laughs> I do lots of photoshopping. Make a up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some great apps to do that with. That's I use um, PixArt and just use their collage one, and then you can add in different pictures, and that's how I create little mood boards. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a good tip because not everyone has Photoshop and right. yeah, Illustrator. Yeah, I use Canva. Okay. It's another, it's free. Canva's mm-hmm. free unless you upgrade to the yeah. professional level one. But yeah, you can do the same thing with making little Does collage. Canva have templates for mood boards? Yeah. Oh, do. wow. I didn't know that. I like okay. also using, Chris Love Julia just recommended this, but there's this website where you can plug in a, like an item and it'll remove the background no matter what it is. So if it's like an ottoman or a chair in a picture, you can select that and it'll remove the background. And that makes it really nice for adding into your mood boards right. mm-hmm. and getting the actual item. Like I find pictures of like the actual curtains that I've bought in the actual curtain rods that I've used mm-hmm. and put that in my mood board too. So I know exactly like what it's going to look like right. together. Yeah. And it is important to do that. I know some people will be like, that just sounds like an annoying step, but it really helps you figure out like, mm-hmm. oh wait, I actually don't like that you know, color pillow there. Or <laughs> you, you know? realize you have like five different wood tones from the mm-hmm. things that you've selected. Right. But there is something about also just physically getting stuff in your space and realizing this doesn't work. I'm going to return this, <laughs> which is why I like the samples. So <laughs> yeah. just be careful with returns. Sometimes you have to pay for returns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so why you do Amazon yeah. because Amazon's free. But if you buy from Overstock or Wayfair or Rugs Direct, all of those places you have to pay for your the shipping back, mm-hmm. which is okay. outrageous. So speaking of those websites, where do you go to find the best sales on Laloy rugs in particular? Because I think our favorite is all Laloy <laughs> rugs, mm-hmm. maybe. Rugs Direct pretty much usually has the best. When they have sales, their their prices are way better than Amazon or Wayfair. Mm-hmm. But sometimes Wafer will come out with these sales. It's it's weird. You and have sometimes to... Amazon will too. True. Like they'll have like a lightning deal or something on yeah. a specific mm. rug. So you kind of have to like pay attention, which is annoying. That you have to... <laughs> If you have your eyes on a certain rug, I first of all, you just go to every single one of those websites mm-hmm. and you check. Because there's no, this one will always be this, mm-hmm. you know, cheaper. Because it's not always, like, Wayfair was cheaper so for me to buy it. So Well, I just bought a new Laloy. It's actually a bigger version of one that I had in my bedroom. So when I got my new couch, I wanted to have a new rug because I just had carpet because my sister bought my old rug. Long story. Anyhow. So I'm like, well, I'll try the bedroom rug in my living room. And I love the print of it. It looks so, 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 so good. However, it's just a little bit too small. For the space, I needed the next size up. So I went to Rugs USA, I went to Rugs Direct, I went to Amazon. And then I follow a bunch of different Instagram accounts who also like to link products and rugs and whatnot. It's a great way to get inspiration and actual links to things. And this lady linked said, hey, this rug is on sale from the actual designer. So Amber Lewis with her collaboration with Aloy, and it was way cheaper. 
So I got the hmm. bigger size for cheaper than I bought my si- smaller size for. That's really? Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So even and I had to pay like twenty five dollars shipping. It was still cheaper with adding the shipping. That's crazy. Pay attention to yeah. if there's some Instagram accounts that you really like. Um, there's a bunch that I follow personally, like Bonnie Ryan and Jen. The Hillary Style, Kayla Haven, Frank Party of Six, of course, Julia Markham from Chris Loves Julia. And we'll add links to all these in our Instagram stories. But this is how I found like a lot of cool items that someone has already done the sourcing and the mm-hmm. pricing and the linking for you. So you just tap a couple buttons and it takes you directly right. to the link. So, yeah. And the thing about all of this is usually this is happening on holidays or yes. around holidays. So this was what a President's Day mm-hmm. sale. Whenever there's a little holiday, even if it's like a random little tiny holiday, people take, you know, they they do sales on those yeah. because they want to take advantage. Yeah. So. Memorial Day is another big mm-hmm. one. I think that's a really good one for bugs. Labor Day, Black yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking when I need to buy something, I'm always like, when's the next holiday? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to do it. So we're going to stop talking about rugs for now. I'm sure we will resume later someday in another episode. (laughs) Uh, But next, after this little break, we're going to come back and do a really fun segment that we call Domestic Dares. And we're going to do our domestic dare. This is probably our most popular segment from the last season. Mm-hmm. I think people really loved following along with our domestic dares. We are making a little tweak to it this time. So instead of each of us daring each of us to and do then something. Failing. Yeah. <laughs> I so did clean some of my light fixtures oh, over good. our three month break. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> So instead of us having to try to do three different dares all in the same time frame of like a month or, you know, whatever time frame we put on this, we're going to just do one dare and we're all going to do the same thing. And it's for the length of our second season. Yes. Or a similar thing within the same vein, which you will understand when we yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah. So one thing that all of us wanted to work on was organizing our pantries. That is going to be our domestic dare for this season, is to organize your pantry with an asterisk by it that says it can include under the kitchen sink or other pain points in the kitchen. (laughs) All of us have different pantry situations, and I think all of us have had different pain points of our pantries Uh that we've struggled with. So I think this is going to be really interesting to see mm-hmm. how our pantries turn out. And I mean, all of us don't really have designated pantries either. No. Right, which, not like the walk-in. Right, so we're not fancy like that. Mm-hmm. And I think probably a lot of our listeners are in our same boat where they just have like kitchen cabinets and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that where they have to figure out how to maximize their little space. Yeah, so I think this will be really doable for anyone listening who wants to join in and mm-hmm. organize too? For me, a pain point is underneath my kitchen sink. It's just been a disaster. And then you know how you always have those like kitchen towels that are wet and you're like, what do I do with this? I don't want to run it upstairs to the laundry room. So they just end up flinging it in a corner on the floor. Does anybody else do no. this? <laughs> yes. You should have a bucket or something. So that's one thing I'm going okay. to solve is I want to have like a little mini hamper underneath my kitchen yeah. sink. So I have mm. a place to put the dirty, wet 
yeah. towels instead mm-hmm. of flinging them on the floor. So I, I hate how little... they smell, so yeah. I always put them on the landing to <laughs> my basement. So you have a pile too. Yeah, but what I'm going to do is put a bucket there mm-hmm. and then put them in the bucket because right now they've just been on the landing. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I have a little laundry basket in the mudroom. Which is right off the kitchen. So I just okay. have to open the mudroom door and throw it in the hamper. Yeah. And then take them upstairs. And it works great, too, for masks. When we yeah. come in the house and, like, every day after school, I just didn't have the mask and it's, like, all wet and stuff. I'm like, Ooh. put your mask in the <laughs> hamper. <laughs> so it works really well. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but I think a, a pain point for me in my pantry is just we have really weird shaped cabinets, I guess, mm. <laughs> where I have my food. Because we we don't have a pantry. Like, there's no big cabinet thing mm-hmm. that's for the pantry. And so I have a drawer, one drawer, and then there's dishes in the top drawer. And then I have a corner, like, Lazy Susan thing, two layers pantry. And then an upper cabinet, which also has a Lazy Susan thing in it. And then a pull-out drawer. It, like, slides okay. out. <sighs> it's annoying because there's, like, dishes in the one drawer and then there's food everywhere else and i just want like all the food together and all the dishes Mm -hmm. together but that is the spot that's closest to the dishwasher and it's where that pull-out drawer is which is supposed to be you know for Mm. a pantry Mm -hmm. so i don't know what to do about that yet but i've tried to like take everything out and rearrange it lots of times and i never really like how it is and Mm. the one thing i do like about it is having the snacks in the bottom drawer there because then the boys can get snacks themselves Mm -hmm. although they still always need me to open them it seems like but but at least it's (laughs) a little more independent yeah would you be worried because i've been thinking about doing jude snacks in the bottom cabinet because that is his own little where he keeps i keep all his like the dishes plates and and stuff and he can get them yeah but if i keep his snacks there i feel like he'd be going and getting snacks all the time I have them I up high because I don't want them being accessible. <laughs> like, constantly, I, I feel like they... he'd be like, more crackers, more crackers. Yeah, I don't know. They're not like that they to don't you? really. Okay. Not really. I mean, there's, like, set times of the day when they're always hungry and want a snack. So, like, I always know, like, early afternoon they're going to have a snack. Mid-morning, Bennett's going to have a snack. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I mean, he eats a lot. I don't really worry too much. Like, even tonight, he was really hungry, and it was taking me a while for to put dinner together, and he ate, like, three packs of little gummy fruit snacks. And I was like, well, we're fine. And he still ate dinner, so I don't know. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I do like about the pantry is having the snacks there, but everything else, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out a Lazy Susan situation mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I just haven't ever taken the time to think of a good way to do it. I may have talked the two of you to come <laughs> help me put a system in because I just, I need a system and I... I think I figured out, like, this is what I always buy, but sometimes I get sick of stuff and I want to try new things, and mm-hmm. then it's, like, all, I don't know. Hmm. And you guys could do this as affordably or, like, all in as you guys want to do it. Like, you, yeah. you can go get the Home Edit acrylic systems from Walmart. Those are great. I've actually bought one of those, and I really, really like it. I think you bought one, Emily, too, right? I bought one of everything you have. <laughs> I love how thick they are, because yeah, some of the acrylic sturdy. pieces at TJ Maxx are on the thinner side, and these are, like, thick, heavy-duty. Like, I've been really impressed with them. Or you guys can use baskets and stuff around the house. So you guys can do this mm-hmm. for free, or if you want to invest a little bit of money, I'm excited to see what you guys do. I have a whole Pinterest board of pantry inspiration too. 
Oh, I we just remembered. That. Yeah. I'm also, one thing I'm really excited about is I have all my spices in a Lazy Susan on like a lower cabinet. I have such a hard time finding spices with them mm. the way they are. Mm-hmm. It's like dark down there. I can't like see. So I think I'm going to convert one of my drawers and make a spice drawer. Ooh. And yeah. then it will just be so much easier. I'm excited to do that. Make sure you guys tag us in your update pictures if you guys take on this domestic dare. Yeah. Hashtag DPP domestic dares. Yes. <laughs> With an S. With an S. Don't forget the S. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to jump into Pillow Talk. Alright guys, this week it's my turn for the pillow talk and I thought it would be very fitting to talk about sponges. (laughs) Throwback episode one! (laughs) So, I think I need to preface what I'm going to say with Grove still be a sponsor for us. (laughs) Even though I may not be ordering from you anymore. So let me explain. My pillow talk that I want to share is actually, it's two different Instagram accounts, but they're kind of like the same type of deal. One is balance.bod and the other one is low toxic living. And I will link them so people can look at them. Basically, both of them are just teaching people how to use more toxin, like switching some of your like toxic household products for your house kitchen, things like that, but also for your body and face and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I've just been on this like really long journey. You know, I've mentioned the whole pro-metabolic eating that's kind of runs along those lines of just trying to like go more toxin free. I found these two companies or two Instagram accounts. They were just sharing all these different things that aren't actually that great. And I didn't realize that Oh, some of these things aren't that good. And one of them is Mrs. Meyers dish soap, which I was just very upset about. But it's weird because the Mrs. Meyers hand soap is good, but the Mrs. Meyers dish soap has some questionable things in it that's like mm. really not good. And apparently a lot of these companies, they'll have like good products and then they'll have not so good products. So I learned about that, and then there was my seventh generation dishwashing detergent. I don't know what detergent you guys use for dishwashing, but I've really liked this seventh generation. Turns out they're more just like a greenwashing company, and they're not actually toxin-free. And so I was like doing all this research and finding basically everything that I bought from Grove (laughs) was not good, good, except deodorant. (laughs) So I stocked up on some deodorant (laughs) from them, but... I realized it was in my research, I was founding that all these things, like, I could buy them from Amazon and do, like, the subscribe and save, and they'd actually be cheaper than what I was, mm. the, the products I was using and buying from Grove. The whole thing about the sponges is now I'm probably going to not have my subscription to Grove anymore. Which just for means sponges. Just for sponges. <laughs> I still love the sponges. And maybe I just, like, buy, like, you know, $100 worth of sponges. <laughs> But the good, possibly good news is that over the last couple months, while I've been deciding to do this, I've been trying to find other sponge sources. (laughs) And I did find some at Aldi, which I was really excited about because I'm like, Aldi? What the heck? Went today. They weren't, they're not there anymore. 
that it was just like a like a seasonal thing, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Seasonal sponges. <laughs> yeah. Walmart used to have the scotch ones that are mm-hmm. natural. For whatever reason, the last, like, why I went to Grove was because they stopped carrying them at Walmart. I did find some at Hannaford. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people... Hannaford's a grocery store if you don't live... I don't, I don't know if Hannaford's are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Probably just in the Northeast. Yeah. Maybe, like, Costco or something would have natural sponges. Check your grocery stores. Check Amazon. Check Amazon. I didn't do that yet. You didn't what? check? I didn't check Amazon. What? Kimmy. Why didn't I check Amazon? I don't know. <laughs> That'd be like the first place I checked. <laughs> oh, TJ Maxx. I was in TJ Maxx today. They have some nice sponges, but they're expensive. Cause, well, they're more expensive than just buying them right. from a grocery store. Like, so we are checking right now. <laughs> yes. Like, Look at that. Like those. So that's a set of two for three nineteen. But we need Ooh, to you know could if get it's a big good. package. You could get Ooh, this is that 12. scotch? You can buy a twelve pack. You All could right. get leaf shaped. So <laughs> Okay, I won't do the leaf shape. But this is basically what I'm trying to say is now I'm not doing Grove, so I'm not getting their walnut sponges. But if you still want to do Grove and you still want to buy this stuff. By all means. I think the thing with, like, going toxin-free and stuff, I'm not going to do it with everything. I mean, you're going to, you'd kill yourself trying to, like, do it with everything. Like, it's yeah. just. Because there's stuff in everything. Yeah, right you get too overwhelmed. So, really, mm-hmm. the way I'm doing it is I'm taking it one by one. Like, when I run out of deodorant, I, well, this Tom's deodorant actually isn't good. So, I'm going to get Earth Mama. That's the kind I'm getting. And I actually really like it so far. Anyways. Cool. Uh, I just, when I ran out of my deodorant, I decided to go more toxin-free, so I got Tom's. Yeah, it's a, it's bad. <laughs> so it's now on I need the to list. keep going. And the thing is, is what uh, I love about these two Instagram accounts is they list all of the ingredients and show you which ones are the bad ingredients. So it's not like, you, you're not just like taking their word for it. They're like they're proving it, it, which yeah. I really love. And they do side-by-sides of like, hmm. this is why this hand soap, guess what's the worst hand soap? And body works. Mm-hmm. And you know that made surprise. It yeah, really makes my hands feel really dry. Yes, and, and you there's know so what's much crazy? fragrance in it. Yeah, you know what's so crazy about it is I used so at Bath and Body Works in our town that we live in, they call me Hand Soap Girl there. <laughs> like I walk in and they're like, "Hey, Hand Soap Girl," because I for years and years that's the soap I would buy, and I would only buy hand soap because I'm allergic to the lotions and stuff. When COVID happened, the pandemic happened, I couldn't go in and buy my soap. I started just buying Mrs. Byers hand soap from the grocery store. And then I noticed, like, I think it was after the pandemic, like, when Bath & Body Works opened, I switched back to Bath & Body Works, and my hands were, like, so dry, like, after Mm. one wash, and I was like... Oh my gosh, this yeah. is not good. But that's that's one of the like number one awful <laughs> so so anyways, I just wanted to share that if you're looking for really good sources to tell you just hey, here's some better options. And she they do it a lot of times where it's like worst, better, best. Hmm. So you can even just make a little step. Right. You know, like Yeah. So is there something that catalyst this whole thing of trying to go a little bit more natural and toxin free i think it was just all with the like fertility stuff trying to just make sure that i'm like doing the best that i can to prepare my body and Mm -hmm. just get rid of toxins that aren't necessary the thing that i switched that's been the biggest change for me is i am no longer going to the hair salon (gasps) i'm dying i'm doing my own root touch up with henna what? I'm like such a hippie now. 
Like henna? So I you know like asked. henna that you can like dye your yeah. like do the apparently you it's hair oh, dye. Oh yeah. Like but isn't it pretty reddish? No, so you could Okay, this is weird. If you use it with either coffee or English black tea. <laughs> Wow, it takes the this is like It takes the red tones out, and apple oh. cider vinegar helps get the gray. <laughs> apple more. cider vinegar. So you guys, I need. I should have taken a These picture. These are words of me. I never would have thought would come out of your mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> this henna, so it like gets this green goop. You do. You boil water. You put the tea bag in. You steep the tea. Then you pour that into the henna with the two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. Mix it up. It's this green paste. I put it on my <laughs> hair. And, like, do you see it grays? Works. No. I mean, you might see grays back here because I didn't really do back there. But it works. What? And the coolest thing about henna, didn't know this until a friend told me. I was like, man, I'm not needing to wash my hair as much. Like, I already don't wash my hair every day. But I was doing probably every two days, every three days. Now I can just do like once a week because apparently what? henna coats your hair and you don't need to wash your hair. What? And my friend told me, she's like, oh, have you noticed you don't need to wash your hair as much? I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, that's the henna. It's like, oh. My oh. goodness. So, I'm learning so much on this episode. So when you want to do your roots and they yeah, make they make like your color. Hair. They make your color. Henna has all, they do blonde. my mind. I There's light brown, medium brown, dark brown, and then they have reds, the reds. and... Yeah. Okay. Totally doing this. <laughs> Should we do an, a special episode at some point of like natural? <laughs> I think we just stuff? did. <laughs> yeah, I think we just did. <laughs> I know I'm People so crunchy have to now. Know on Instagram if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it'd be a segment, not with. a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, you have to leave it in for pretty good, like like an hour and a half to two hours. So Whoa. I'm like, it was Saturday morning and I had it all in my hair and I, I looked pretty scary. But I'm walking around the house and Ryan comes near me. He's like, you smell like a farm. Because <laughs> it, it smells very earthy. I mean, mm. it is. It's made from dirt, you know, dirt and plants or something. Oh so funny. Anyways, that's my pillow talk for yeah. <laughs> episode one, season two. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. This has been so much fun to get back together and have these episodes. So once again, we're going to be having episodes come out every other week. And of course, we'll be throwing up question boxes on Instagram for getting more feedback on episodes and also, if you guys have any more topic ideas or a question that you want to get answered, make sure you guys tag us or email us and let us know. Definitely some episodes coming up are going to be answers to some of your questions that you've already sent in. Mm-hmm. So like this rug episode, we have lots of good stuff coming. Plants. Shelves. Shelf styling. Shel- shelving. Yep. Yeah. So stay tuned for those. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at dwellingplacepod. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every single review is so appreciated and helps more people find us. And visit the show notes for all the pictures and links to the things we talked about today. And we'll see you in two weeks right here at The Dwelling Place. And we'll see you next week right here at The Dwelling Place.
We need to change that. It's not. We're not going to see them next week. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just include that in the end. It's all like at the red lining. <laughs> we, you should just have that at the end because it's kind of funny. <laughs> we'll Blue see you there. in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs>